The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Them Irish skulls, lungs, and me, so I'm ready to punch all night. Meatball! Molly! McCann! Got it! Got it. Wow. No way! Wow. Jack Comanson with another submission! Everything I do in my life is working for these goals to become the best in the world. Jack the Joker! Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. We're <laughs> dangerous. Listen to me, we're out of here. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Today we're going to be joined by Jack Hermanson and also Molly McCann. I think Molly jumped in with on the Patty, uh, Patty Pimblet uh, interview briefly. I don't know if we've had her um, as a full-on guest, so it'll be nice to have her. I, I had her and her crew as a guest when she was with our good friend of the show, Dean Thomas, and they visited my academy, Sarah BJJ. Oh, Stroke. okay. They visited it, you know, one time more than you did, you know? And, well, I've uh, never officially been invited. Well, well, I'm just saying they're across the pond. I didn't really invite them either, but they, they popped in and I, I appreciated it. And we, I'm not attacking you. No, I hope I not. Love you, But I would love for you to visit. I would love to. I, all, all my students would get, I wouldn't even tell them. Also, you'd appear like a little ninja and they go, oh, you that's your, he's so popular, that's Jim Norton. And they'd go, and what they, is this fat, no training kid doing here? They wouldn't want to see me. No, they, they know that me and you are like a, a superhero team on this thing so and they'd be excited but anyway they were also excited to see molly mccann and uh dean thomas and so we went out to eat afterwards where'd you go well you know it is my my buddy abe knows he, he, he when when he goes out with us he puts out like the whole godfather's clip, yeah man it's, we go to the restaurant it's the fucking appetizers it's not what do you want it's what don't you want. right we're getting we're getting we're getting right i tell him to calm down and he fucking goes nuts, and I like it because we have a good time, man. Those guys, Dean Thomas was, dude, he asked Dean Thomas. He had a blast. Well, he asked Molly. I guarantee she'll remember the food we had because it was fucking delicious. Yeah, she's fighting Hannah Goldie this uh, Saturday. The opening fight of that card is Paul Craig against Vulcan Uzdemir. That's a really, really good card. Um, of course, I, uh, Curtis Blades against Tom Aspinall is the, is the main fight. 
Uh, Hermanson, Chris Curtis. Chris Curtis has been on fire. That's the co-main. A great card, man. Jimmy. Yeah, buddy. What do I like about Paul Craig? Now, I know you're just going to say, oh, let me guess, he's jujitsu. Uh. You're not going to say that. that. Was that but I was, easy, You were going to say that. Yes. And it's not that, it's not that you're wrong. Right. But this is what I... This is what I really do like about him. Yeah, is that other jujitsu artists, guys, uh, jujitsu fighters, jujitsu based fighters, Damian Maya, um, give me even even uh, 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 Ronnie Aya, Gilbert <laughs> yeah. Burns, Gilbert Burns, yes, and they are very dangerous. Olivera, they're well rounded, but really they're dangerous. Where they get on top of you, they're going to strangle you. They get your back. Right. They're going to strangle you. They get on top of you. They're going to get mounted. They get these dominant positions. But what I like about Paul Craig, he's a guard puller in the U.S. Usually that's a no-no. Yeah. Usually that's frowned upon. But he's so fucking dangerous that he'll go to guard and you're like, you're automatically worried for the guy on top. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's why I get excited. And, and to be honest, I don't know if it's because I'm a Braveheart fan. I like when he's, I like his accent. I like when he's on the scale, when his face is painted. It reminds me exactly out of something out of Braveheart. Yeah. And well, uh, a couple of reasons. Oh! Another great fight on that card, by the way, Nikita Krylov against uh, Gustafsson, both coming off sub-losses. Uh, it's funny, uh, Krylov's uh, lost to Paul Craig. Uh, that was yeah. his last loss in submission. And, of course, uh, Verdum beat Gustafsson in, uh, I guess that was in 2020. That was his last fight. So, that was. Yeah. Jimmy, Molly, Molly McCann is waiting for us, and I want you to ask her about the food and to see if she remembers about it. Okay. You don't have to. I can ask No, no, her. no. I want to ask her because she'll be... Uh, Imagine well, she's like, what? Yeah. Where'd we, where'd we go? Olive Garden? Hey, Molly. What's up, Molly, Molly? Molly, put something on. We're doing an interview. Put something on. How I are you? Molly, Molly, this is a little... Now, you I'm relax be, exactly I'm as gonna, you gonna, are. Don't listen to Matt. Don't listen to Matt. You just be comfortable. One sec. I'm just out the shower. Hey, Molly, this is not your OnlyFans fucking thing, all right? What a terrible bit of advice. Don't call me Hannah Goldie. (laughs) What did she say? She said, don't call me Hannah Goldie. Don't call me Hannah Goldie. (laughs) I would like to apologize, Molly, for my co-host and his terrible advice. Um, Sorry, I've just finished training and I had a quick bath. Here we go. Oh, God. Virus, meatball, Molly, we're good. Molly, meatball, let me ask you. Do you remember? I, don't, I, Matt, I was going to ask her. Go ahead, Jimmy. Because I, I, I want to know if she remembers. Have you ever been to Long Island? <laughs> I went to some amazing Italian restaurants. And I had the best meatballs of my life. I had the best pizza, ravioli, Alfredo chicken, um, the lamb. What else? Jimmy. What What was the bar called again? What was the restaurant called? That was Mateo's. On Mateo's. In Huntington, Island. And they had no Fanta orange. And I said, can I have a Fanta, please? And they didn't have none. And they ran down to a store like a block down and <laughs> brought 12 cans of Fanta back. Fanta, buddy, F-A-N-T-A? Listen, this is funny. She wanted orange soda. She wanted Fanta. They didn't have it. No. My buddy Abe, my buddy Abe goes there a lot. And he just goes, hey. Listen, he brought over the, they said no. He goes, he said, you said no. He goes, bring them over here. He goes, hey, let's find us some Fanta. And they found, but Molly, did they find you Fanta or no? Listen, because like, it was like he was going to get shot if he didn't go and get me so. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, we, kiss my ring. 
go and get the Fanta now. We had a good time. We had a good time, Molly. That was fun. I know you treated me well that day, boss. When I visit, listen, when I'm over there, when I visit you one day, don't take me to no shitty fucking place in Liverpool, wherever the fuck. I want some nice food. I, I, know, you and, you. I know you and Patty know where all the good spots are. Yeah. From one meatball to another, I will take you and treat you to the best. Now, can you replace Fanta with sun-kissed orange soda if Fanta's not available, or are you brand loyal? I can do that. I can even maybe do Sprite with orange juice if it needs must. <laughs> you love orange soda? I love orange soda. As much as Paddy loves Coke, Coca-Cola, I love I can't drink soda. it. It makes my teeth, my teeth feel weird after drinking regular soda. Like, I can't eat sugar anymore. I mean, this is not a great conversation, but, but I just can't drink I've regular got, Coke. I've got new teeth now, so it's all good. <laughs> Do you? You have great teeth. What, 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 how new are they? Mm, three weeks. Wow. <laughs> all of them are new? Well, it's just composite bonding. 20 new teeth. Wow. Now, is that comfortable? Does it feel natural? Yeah, they just add a layer on. Mate, my teeth were like, from getting punched in the face for the last 20 years and like grappling and taking headbutts, like they were just chipped. So they've just been nicely filed in. Yeah, they look great. I mean, they look they look uh, really nice. Are you looking at your stuff in the mirror more now and just smiling and going, fuck, these look awesome. I feel like an American. <laughs> like a movie star. With that, good with that good dental plan. The English aren't really known for their teeth. In a good way. No, it's like, it's a bit rough, isn't it? It yeah. is. Now, now, listen, Hannah, we, we made a little, you made a little joke about her OnlyFans, whatever it was. She is dangerous, though, and she is pretty well known. So this is like, this is your most high profile fight today, no? How, how do you feel about that? Matt, I've, pre I've prepared for her. Like, she's an Olympic wrestler, Olympic judoka, black belt jiu-jitsu, and world champion boxer, you can't go from winning with that fashion that I did to just thinking that the rest of life is going to be easy and you can coast off your previous work because let me tell you something, the work only gets harder. You've got to train harder because you can't... What got me here won't get me there. Do you know? So right. I went and trained with Jay Flo in san diego i've worked been non-stop on the grappling as i haven't grappled as long as i've been striking but every fight i've shown my grappling's got better so i really think this is the hardest fight of my life but i think that i am that well equipped i can still get her out there and one because i've just worked so hard remember that one matt worked so hard on my fight iq Jimmy, she should work, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. <laughs> when when did you actually? I know you worked at uh, like on a, a, a subway. When was the last time you had to work a day job? Like, what was what was it like when you finally were able to leave that last regular job? Day second win in the UFC. Um, day job, I would just say coaching full time. I find it really hard being a true mixed martial artist and not coach. Um, but I still do, to be honest. I'm still the national coach or a national coach of our English um, amateur team. Um, I just love to teach, to be honest with you. But 
maybe 2019, I stopped working a full-time job um, and just completely committed myself to to trying to get my hands on the UFC goals one day. Does it, uh, does coaching kind of, it takes away from your time, but do you feel like at least you're in the business, like you're doing what you love? It's, it, it doesn't feel like a real job because it's, it's something that's kind of tied into what you're doing in UFC. If you look at the likes of me and Paddy, we are our city. We live for Liverpool and we just want to give back to our community. And I think if you can help change a child's life uh, or a younger, like a cadet or a junior or even an adult, then you're always going to try and do that. And to pay it forward means more than anything. And I think um, when you do good things, good things come back to you. And obviously... There's been moments when you're in fight camp where you can't commit to as much as what you'd like to. But there's, especially when the downtime's on, I'll always try and help. And it keeps you it keeps you switched on because when you're teaching, you're not getting the basics wrong. And the fundamentals is what wins your fights. I like that. That's good karma. That's everything you're talking about is good karma. How long have you known Patty? Because I like your relationship. It's very brother sisterly. And it's very, you guys have good chemistry. You guys are good on camera. I like it. How long do you guys know each other for? Say, I walked into the gym 11 years ago, but I, didn't, but I didn't start until nine years ago. So we've done about, we've fought on about seven or eight cards together, Matt. Oh. And since, since Cage Warriors, it was always the same. Me and him would steal the show. And... <laughs> It's not like it's not like we're trying to take anyone else's limelight. It's just kind of like I don't know, like if you put a light bulb on in the middle of the night, a fly would fly to it. That's like what the fans are like. We're like the light, and people are just drawn to it. So it's we're not trying to. I was literally saying to people, when are you going to get bored of us? Because like, how long can you be intrigued for? But isn't it great that you have a personality, though? Isn't it? I know it's a weird thing to say, but you do. Some people are like talking to a fucking plant, yeah. <laughs> and because they are, it makes you and Patty shine that much more. Like you know what I mean? For better, you guys are. You, listen, you're naturally pretty funny, Meatball. You are. Yeah. Every time I see you, you call me a Meatball. I like <laughs> you. You're very funny naturally. And where did that come from? Were you always like? Were you into humor as a kid? Were you into the like? comedies are we always silly i don't know it's just the same as you lad we come from like hard work and when people don't have money and don't have a lot what you have is humor and love and you have to make the best out of a bad situation so most people from liverpool are funny bastards do you know what i mean like we are Definitely. funny fuckers or at least we think we are people just laugh at us you know but um yeah, I don't try to be funny. It just happens. Did you fight a lot growing up? Uh, what kind of a neighborhood was it you grew up in? One of the, the worst crime and gang areas in Liverpool. Um, I didn't. I was a bit of a shitbag. I was <laughs> quiet, reserved. I was very shy. I grew up like with parents who were addicted to drugs and alcohol. And I wasn't in a stable home. I'd be here, there, everywhere, and I was just quite scared always and always on, like, red alert, like, what's going to happen next? Can I trust this person? Blah, blah, blah. And it wasn't until I started playing sports. I played soccer at a professional level. I was an amateur boxer and won the national championships. 
but it wasn't until I transitioned to MMA where like the jujitsu, one love, one team, all that kind of thing, um, just gave me the confidence to be me. And like, I'm not sure if you're aware because of how confident I probably come across now, but I didn't come out as gay till I was 25 because I was that scared. It wasn't until I was like within MMA that I felt I could be myself. And I think the more you see me in the public eye and being accepted through like UFC and MMA, the more I am me and the more comfortable that I am. So it's been a long journey, to be honest, lads. You said when you came out as gay. You, you said came out as gay. How, how old were you when you knew? Like when you said, hey, I, th- I think this is who I am. 25. Oh, before that, you weren't, you, weren't, you weren't sure? No, I was like strong Irish Catholic family. Everyone would just be like, shut up, you little fag, or speak like very derogatory towards gay so i would see it as like i wouldn't even entertain that fact i'd run away from it i'd be like oh if people speak about gay it means bad so i was just like no i'll just focus on sports thanks and um i, th- I fell in love with my best friend by accident <laughs> and then here i am <laughs> here I am. <laughs> how did you tell them your family was that a hard conversation I couldn't, I couldn't. Um, my mum said, are you in love? Are you with Ruth? And I just burst out crying. She's going, please don't be um, embarrassed. I'm sorry if it makes the family like um, embarrassed and it's unhonorable, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, shut the fuck up. She went, I was more surprised you brought a boy home than you are you telling me gay. And I was just like, and I went, she went, you've just made it up to be this hard thing. I went, no, I'm just on this interview, lads. Oh, come and say hello. Guess who it is, lads? Yeah. Hey, your how you doing, man? Patty, oh my oh, God. It's so fucking weird, dude. He's deflated. Patty, you look great, yeah. dude. Very skinny again, very skinny again. Yeah, you're looking great shape. I'm excited for both you. It's so exciting. Hey, it's, Two days and then he'll be a fat bastard again. It's amazing that I believe the cheeks will come back. Good. Oh, yeah, the cheeks will be back in a big way. Especially when I'm back in America in August, they'll be back. I'll, I'll come and pop into your room in a bit in a minute, lads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but what's it called? I couldn't tell everyone. I went, Mum, can you just fucking tell everyone I cannot be asked? And then I had like an 82 year old grandma ring me up and go, Molly, if you're happy, I'm happy. Now, this was the most Irish Catholic of us all. So I was just like, oh, okay. And right. don't get me wrong, like I can be in the gym and like hear banter and not take offense, to be honest. Do you know what I mean? But um, what's it called? Lad, I'm, oh, is that my. Okay, cheers. Losing me flow, aren't I, lad? Sorry. Yeah. So your grandmother called you and that, and, and it was better than you thought it would be. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, who the fuck cares? But when you're growing up, if you have an insecurity and everyone keeps attacking you with it, you kind of, it scars you. It scars you in a bad way. But maybe that's why I fucking punch people in the head so hard now. <laughs> <laughs> All that pent-up anger that you just kind of save when you need it. Yeah, of course. Like, I'm not an aggressive person. I'm not a nasty person. 
but the seconds I'm in that cage, fuck me, I'm ready to kill. <laughs> well, hey man, we're looking forward to yes. it. Yes, and that by the way, that last your last spinning elbow knockout over uh, Carolina was it was really when that happened. Did you feel like? I, I, I know this is going to land where I need it to land, or is that something you thought of just kind of as a strike, or was that more as calculated as it looked? I thought it was going to make space for me to put a second phase attack. So I thought spin, wobble it, create a frame, and then just fucking go again. That first round, I was like the Matrix. It was like... And then the second round, I took, the, took Luana down, just showed on the floor that I've grown. Um, took me time, even when the crowd was chanting my name. I thought, no, I'm just gonna, sh- I'm gonna prove to everyone I can make this go wherever I need it to go. And then in the last round, I thought, like you've saved your lungs, just go for it. And look, let's be honest, if you beat someone two 0 you know they have to come to finish. So I knew she'd have a minute or two in the tank, and then I knew I'd be able to to let go I'm just I've been in and out of the gym since I was 10 um even though I like to drink beer I train every day it's my life and I've just got lungs I've got commitment I've got a fucking work ethic that cannot be matched by any woman I've ever met and um I was just ready for that moment and what I've said to everyone this fight week lads is that means nothing coming into this fight so everyone keeps saying oh but what about that elbow it means fuck all because an elbow three months ago is not going to win me a fight right. on Saturday. Really. So, like, that was left in March. I'm ready to show the world. If I want to fly an armbar, can I put one on? Like, Matt, you have, I've, heard, I've listened to this quite a lot. And even in defeat, you've, you've spoke highly about, like, where you can see my progression sometimes in my offensive grappling. Um, and it was just about working a little bit better on my defensive, like wrestling takedowns, etc., and all that. Well, more against the cage, but I went away, learned some judo, quite a lot of it. I've implemented it this whole camp. So if Goldie can't take the punches and wants the clinch, she's fucked. <laughs> I like it. It's all technical. And then, you know, she wants the clinch. She's fucked. Excellent. Excellent. I didn't say it better myself, Molly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, I've had to fight people. My last two fights had a nine-inch reach and a 10-inch reach advantage. This wow. time, lads, I've got a one-inch reach advantage on here. So I don't have to make it a firefight. I don't have to make it a dog fight. I get to be clinical. And this is... People say, like, the last fight was my coming out party. You know, I believe this will be because... I get to just be flow. I just get to stand in there and I get to just be free. Like, lads, you'll see me walk to that cage, take the shackles off and go and fucking just go and live 20 years of mixed martial arts. Go and enjoy that moment. Go and listen to that crowd. Sing my fucking name and just make everyone proud. All right, Molly. Well, it was great having you on. Uh, good luck on Saturday. And uh, you're really, you're fun to watch. And uh, we're happy we finally got a chance to have you on like for a real interview. Thanks, lads. I'll be over in um, in August. So I, if I'm in New York, I'll pop and see you, lad, Matt. You got it, 100%. Not, don't bring Dean Thomas. No, I'm only oh, no. kidding. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's I also- fucking love Dean, don't I? Like this. Jim, did you know the, the first person who beat me in the UFC was Gillian Robertson? And me and Dean, ever since then, 
Well, actually, I went to corner Gillian once. This was a mad one. I was going to corner Gillian because I had a fight and I lost and I stayed in Las Vegas and she needed more people to train with. I went, I'll go in your corner if you want. And she was like, really? I went, yeah, I'll train with you. would be a light body for you. And she was like, cool. And then Dean was like, let's go for pizza meatball. And we had a pizza and then that was it. Yeah. Thick as feeds. <laughs> he's, a good, he's a good man, Dean Thomas. <laughs> yeah, he's... You just only have to look at his Instagram and what he does for other people. He's not making loads of money helping everyone else, but without people like him, the the people who need the help don't get the help. Do you know what I mean? And, he, and he's good on the mic, too. They, they have Dean pop in and do, like, literally one sentence, two sentences, like, coach's corner things, and he's great. Like, he stands out when he jumps on mic, so he probably has some kind of a broadcasting future if he wants it. Yeah, and he looks about 31. Have you seen him when he, he has his fucking his hair done, his, like, whiskers shaved? Yes, well, the whiskers like, are shaved. The whiskers are shaved. Yeah, when they come in, he looks like he's 60 because they're a little gray. Yeah, but when they're yeah, shaved, yeah. he looks like he's, you know, 21. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> right, lads. Good talking to you, Molly. Take care, All right, have a great fight. Peace out, motherfuckers. <laughs> the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Jack, how are you? I'm good. I'm good, man. Have your last fights been been at the Apex? Your last three fights? Uh, I have two at the Apex and one at Fight Island, so no one, no one with the crowd. How nice is it to finally? Do you have any feelings about walking, like actually doing a walkout in front of a crowd again? Does is it making you feel like excited, or is there a little bit of nerves there, or anything at all? No, it uh, both both actually. It, it excites me, and I know it's gonna be you know a little bit more tension and nerves to it as well. But I'm ready for that, and I'm looking forward to it. I, I I'm sorry, Matt. Well, I wondered too. Did fighting in like the Apex to Fight Island without a crowd does that? Because sometimes you know fans get like restless if someone's up against the cage too long, or or you know guys are struggling for position. Fans will boo and. Uh, does that change the way somebody fights at all when they have a, a crowd booing as opposed to just kind of doing what you want to do in, in an apex where no one is going to boo? Um, maybe. It, it might it might give you some urgency. It's possible, actually, that, that you can feel that. But 
you know if you are disciplined you will just uh, stay stay to your plan you know you don't want to do anything uh, stupid to lose a position or anything like that so uh in my mind i'm gonna stay disciplined but you never know how you're yeah. gonna react <laughs> but i'm not planning to to get any boost <laughs> especially no. now when i'm not when i'm not fighting darren anymore you know when i was fighting darren till i, I knew that everybody would boo me yeah, oh, so i mean so when did they change the opponent it was darren till first when, yeah. when, when did they change they when did they change it to chris curtis a couple of weeks ago wow okay now yeah is it is i mean look it's it's not like it's a, it is a change, obviously, but uh, you know this. Do you do you like that this, this Curtis has a lot of hype behind him? I mean, he's got some nice wins under his belt. I mean, this could really you know uh, take that train off the tracks. You yeah, I think so. Feel? You know, especially fans who know knows this game, they know that you know he is on a eight fight win streak. He has won all of his fight in U, fights in UFC. He has like what twenty nine and six or something in record. Is a great record. Yeah. A lot of wins, and uh, you know he's a really solid dude. So uh, if I can put him away, uh, I definitely feel like I'm proving myself. Now he stopped up. Brendan Allen. I mean, he stopped Brendan Allen, and yeah. he stopped uh, Phil Hawes. Uh, yeah. Vieira, he beat by decision, but uh, yeah, he has looked incredible since he's gotten to the UFC. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but also you got listen. I mean, your confidence should be super high. Your last fight, you lost to Sean Strickland, but it was a split decision, mind you. Yeah, split decision. Yeah. Before that, you beat Edmund uh, Shabazian, who's a stud. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, and then you lost and you fought Marvin, which are, uh, was a hell of a fight. So it's not like, you know, you're, you're oh man, I'm coming off a loss. I, dude, yeah. shit. I mean, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I When you see this, at, when you get a, a change of opponent, and I know how it is, but yeah. for yourself, are, are you just biting nails and like, like who, who are they going to give me? I want to see the name. Or is it whoever? I mean, what is it? And then when you got the name, how do we feel? Uh, the first thing is that I asked you, see, do you have anybody in the rankings available? Because that's that's who you want to fight, right? You want to fight sure. rank guys. Of course. And uh, but when they said that they didn't have that, the first suggestion uh, from the UFC was uh, Chris Curtis, and I was just like, yeah, yeah, man. That, that's the dude. If I'm not gonna fight anybody in the ranking, that that's the dude right now. So that that is definitely the right uh, opponent. And uh, I've been preparing for Southpaw, and uh, he's also Southpaw. So that was also a good uh, coincidence. How, how long have you been training with uh, Shemaev? No, he he just <laughs> he just came in. Uh, you know, uh, uh, I, I, we've been training a couple of three times together. I think. Uh, he just came in to, to our gym and, and uh, stayed for a week. So um, yeah, we don't train regularly together, but we have been training uh, a few times. And how was that experience? Because a lot of people seem to want to train with him lately. How was that? Uh, it's good. It's good. I was happy you know, when he showed up at our doorstep because I did, all right, I got a new great training partner to have here for a week so i i thought this is an opportunity so and he's uh he's good and then we got some good training now you don't talk about stuff in the training room we all know that jimmy yes. but they did have a wrestling match everybody's like oh he beat him in a grappling match wrestling not submission wrestling oh man thank you yeah, I hope, definitely i hope i hope when he showed up you guys had some some matches and got to roll a little bit and be like hey you see what i can fucking do no i'm only kidding <laughs> like, no, but at least maybe you got to i don't know have a little bit more yeah. grappling time with him. 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, we, we did it all. We, we wrestled, we grappled, we did MMA, uh, stand-up sparring. Uh, so uh, we did it all. And, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's definitely good. And uh, I'm good too. Yeah. <laughs> Darren Till, this is the fourth out of fifth fight he's had to pull out of. Is rescheduling that something you would want to do? Or does that make you nervous when a guy has a couple of fights in a row? Like there could be a nagging injury or uh, maybe they're just one of those guys that gets hurt a lot in training. But does that make you hesitant to reschedule it? Uh, definitely a third time I would be hesitant uh, to do it again. You know, now, like the first time when we were supposed to fight, uh, or I actually, I wanted to fight back in, like many years ago. I wanted to fight. The UFC wanted to fight. Darren said no to the fight. And then we got booked. And then he injured himself and pulled out. And now when we got booked for this time, uh, fight, uh, we were asked to do the main event on this card. And he said no to that. And that was like, I'm just like, what? Does he say, say who does say no to a, a main event, you know? So he wanted a co-main uh, and, uh, <laughs> uh, or he, he wanted probably to be even lower on the card, I don't know. But, uh, so that was like, the indications were no, weren't uh, that good, you know. So I felt like, yeah, man, uh, I, I don't have a good feeling about this. He, he might pull for, from this fight. And he didn't even announce the fight ever in his social media or anything like that. Wait, he turned down a main event to do co- to fight co-main? Yep. Is that, do you think that's over the amount of rounds? I mean, do, do you think that's what that is? Uh, either that or, or like the, the pressure to be like to carry the card or, you know... Uh, um, one that's, or two. That's awesome. I know what I like about Jack saying this because he's like, yeah, I'm saying it because it's true. And yeah. hey, you want to fight about it? That's what he can say yeah. to him. Jimmy, yeah. If Darren goes, hey, that's not Jack can smile and go, hey, you want to fucking fight about it? Right, Jack? Let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. I'm here. <laughs> Jack, I mean, listen, if smiling, who smiles more? Maybe smiling Sam Alvey? Who's that? Be either son? They're like, they're like right there. You you wonder yeah. if it, that, did that did that bother you when you found out it could have been a main or like when, when you what do you think of when that happens like that this is a person and again I know it's not about Darren Till I'm just curious as a fighter when you hear that do you think this is a person that might have lost some confidence I just thought it was super weird I'm just like you know you have you have opportunity to to do what everybody wants to you know you want to uh, be the main event. Uh, the 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 whole card is built around you. You know, you get extra money, all of that shit. You know, uh, and you go, oh, no, thank you. I I rather step down a level. You know, uh, it, it's it's a crazy thing to do. So it was weird. Yeah, because even when you're doing like the main event, you get they have to do more press, more interviews. But even the co-main has to do a certain amount of interviews and press. So it's probably not even that big of a difference in press obligation. No, probably not. Uh, so I don't know if more about the pressure of, of carrying the car or or if it was about the rounds. But that's a bad indication to your opponent when just like, nah, I rather, I rather have three rounds. <laughs> you know? And it's pressure, but fighting is pressure. Yeah. And yeah. one day you want to get a championship belt. You don't think that's gonna be fucking pressure? Of exactly. right, Jack? Right? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't get like if, if you want to go somewhere, you you want pressure. That's what you want. What you want, Jimmy? Yeah, nobody wants to lose at home, like in their hometown. Obviously, like you know, like I felt bad for Derek Lewis. I was in the second round. I think he stopped in Houston, but it happens sometimes. I mean, you know, I guess you got to take that chance if you're gonna, because right, if you're gonna fight for a belt, you know, there's gonna be a, a shitload of pressure on you no matter where you are. 
Yeah, 100%. That's what this game is about. You know, the pressure is always there. You can't escape it. Yeah. Are you, does it mean anything to you to not be fighting a guy fighting in his hometown? Um, again, I know it's just a crowd, but does that mean anything to you either way? Well, uh, I, I, it's probably just a positive thing, you know, to at least people are not going to boo me when I get out there. But I did hear that Darren is going to coach uh, uh, my opponent. So, uh, you know, that, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I heard that uh, Darren Thiel is going to be in, in, in Chris Curtis' uh, corner. Oh, yeah. So, what? Yeah, I was just like, man, that's rude. First you pull from the fight and then you go to my opponent and, uh, and corner him. <laughs> maybe he just wants, again, maybe he just realizes that you're a difficult guy to deal with and would prefer not to have to deal with you if he doesn't. Yeah, maybe. I you know it's gonna be only he knows that, uh, you know. But I, 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 I of course, I, I believe that he has uh, trouble with his uh, injuries and stuff like that. Sure. Uh, but um, yeah, maybe he shouldn't have accepted so the fight not, in the first place. I don't... You're not saying he's a jacket holder. You're not saying you had a fight with him and he's like, I, uh, uh, Curtis, I'll hold your jacket. You go fight him, and then and he'll be. He's, you know, he's not doing that. He's injured. He's injured. <laughs> He's injured. He's injured. Yeah. But uh, he'll be hobbling in the corner. But yeah. listen, hey, man, one day maybe you guys will dance. But you do have a nice dance partner this weekend. Yeah. The one thing about Curtis is, I know it sounds silly to say, everybody's dangerous. But, man, he's dangerous. And he's coming to fight, man. He's coming to take you yeah. out. And uh, and you're always so much fun, Jack, man. I really – I like oh, I like your whole game. But I am a judicial guy, so I really do. Yeah. Man, there's some I seen some. I mean, some of your submissions, which you got on a uh, branch and your guillotines, and oh my god! Yeah. Well, you did. How Jacare got out of that? I, to this day, I would <laughs> never know. I'll never know. It. I, I, you can't keep uh, that because no, it's crazy. I was it's crazy, but I can't <laughs> wait to see what you pull off this weekend, man. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Good talking to you, Jack. And, uh, you know, congrats on Elise. I'm glad you have a fight. Like, I'm, I'm glad that the fight didn't go away. Uh, even though your opponent yep. changed, I'm happy you still co-main. And uh, we'll talk to you again, man. It's always a pleasure. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having right, me, as right. always. All right. Take thank care, you, uh, Jack Hermanson. Thank you very much. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Oh, Jimmy, you were going to bring up the topics.
that's what you said. You go before news, Matt. Let's bring up the topics and and the fighters of the round table. I go, Jimmy. Remember when I told you? I go, Jimmy. Don't embarrass me. No, but I wanted to bring it up. Okay, um, go ahead, Jimmy. Fighters of the round table. Obviously, it premiered on July 18th, the day before. Uh, I did not get a birthday call from Matt Sarah on the 19th. Ah! Uh, no, no, not important. Um, it's uh, featuring, oh. of course. Uh, Forrest and Rashad Bisping, Matt and Juliana Pena. What a great lineup that is. Of all people kind of celebrating friends' birthdays and yes. Stop, stop, what? Please stop. No, I don't I don't want you to plug it anymore. I'll do it. Why? Anyway. I, I want to plug July 18th. Jimmy, what? Jimmy, 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 I am such a bad friend. Much like I, I'm almost becoming you because you never call me on events like that. Um I don't No, I don't. Know. I, I, I didn't. I I was I was I was in the hospital on your birthday. <laughs> Jimmy, first of all, happy birthday! Happy I'm just kidding. Birthday. I'm kidding happy birthday! I'm birthday. I seen it on Instagram, and I go, I can't wait to sing you happy. Jimmy, happy birthday to you, my little Jimmy Bird. This is why you brought it up. Thank this you. is why you brought yes, it up. Yes, it is. Happy birthday. Happy. I know you hear me. I'm not gonna do it no, I don't love my birthday. I, I actually find it depressing. I'm older and fatter. I, I never love my birthday. It's always nice. The sentiments are nice, but I'm happy it's done. It's a number. Yeah. It is a number. How old are you? 54. I'm old, Matt. I'm too old to take jujitsu. No, it's not true. It's not true. I was I I stopped down. I've been stopping down at my school, just yelling at people. Last night I was teaching young Marcus, who's got a fight coming up. And, okay. Uh, young Marcus helps out around the academy. He's a, he's a good kid, and I taught him the flying arm lock. I showed him the proper grips, and he's very acrobatic. Yeah. Acrobatic. So I, I, I showed him. I say right. Yeah. Acrobatic. acrobatic yeah. 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 So I just showed him. You know, first jump the guard, jump the guard, proper collar tie. And then I go, all right, now, armpit, put your head to touch his thigh. Boom, boom, I'll touch his quad. And dude, he was doing this thing. It made me so happy. I like that kid. Yeah. Anyway, so Jimmy. Yes, sir. I, You know what I'm doing tonight? We'll get back to that roundtable what? thing that's available on YouTube. Yes. And me, former champions. We'll talk about that in a second. But tonight, Jimmy, tonight in Long Island, I am going to uh, have dinner with my two pizzeria bosses when I was 17 years old. Wow. The, the, the famous place, that pizzeria, Pizza Amore, it's, uh, not, it's not there anymore. It's a different pizzeria, it's the name, but spot, spot is the same. On Newbridge Road uh, in, in uh, East Meadow, Long Island. That, that store, that you know that changed the whole uh, trajectory of my life. You know that. The pizza place. Yes. You know that's the fight I got into when I was going to go into the military and I ended up having that fight with that guy and ended up, you know, got a, in trouble and that they didn't let me in the military. Remember that? Yeah, I mean, it's a good thing they didn't. Well, good, Jimmy, it, that fight changed the course yeah. of my life. So I haven't seen these guys in at least a decade. I haven't seen these guys. And, uh, you know, I know them since I was 30 years ago. Ain't that nice? Yeah. When I showed I was 17, they were 36. I'm 48 now. They're 66. Wow. So I'm going out to eat with these two fucking gentlemen tonight. Oh, that's really nice. Them, that's nice. Hey, listen. I'm happy to still alive. Uh, <laughs> they smoked like cigarettes back then. They're two funny Italian guys. Uh, so wait, let's talk about some fights really quick. So you're, you're by the way, 260,000 views, your thing. I just checked it already. 
July 18th, a day and a half. It's been up 260,000. It's very, very uh, impressive. That's awesome. And it's called the round table. Yeah. With yourself and Juliana and Rashad and, and, uh, Forrest and Bisping. That's a great lineup. But everyone, everyone of you guys is a good talker. We had fun. Yeah, Jimmy. of course. We had fun, had some wine. I like the outtakes at the end with me and Bisping. Is up. Oh, we were laughing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so people check that out. Check that out. Uh, all right, listen. Uh, this weekend, UFC Fight Night, Blaze versus Aspinall. That alone yeah. is a fucking insane fight. It's like Tom Aspinall. Nobody's got a quite. He's got such nice jujitsu, too. Yeah. And now he's fighting Curtis Blaze. This is the biggest test for him to date. Yeah. There's a great card all around, Jimmy. Yes. This great card. Curtis is a fucking, uh, he's a different beast, though, uh, when he gets you up against the cage. I know Aspinall uh, can fight, but uh, and, and I know he has a uh, good grappling, but yeah, right. Let's see how he does against Curtis Blaze. Uh, the great main event. And now this starts, prelim start at noon Eastern time, ESPN Plus. Because this is the 23rd, obviously, at the O2 in London, 3 o'clock Eastern time. Now, I will be in Denver Friday and Saturday, which means I can watch these because normally I'm doing shows Saturday night. I can watch these fights nice and early in the afternoon in Denver. I'm very psyched that it's an afternoon fight. Jimmy. Yes, buddy. That's nice. Yes. Boy, you, man. So I can text you dirty. Um, Jack Romanson versus Chris Curtis. Patty Pimplett, the whole the whole card is excellent. Top to bottom, the whole card is great. Craig and uh, Uzdemir is the start. Of course, Goldie McCann, Gustafson, Krylov, um, you know, uh, Pimplett, Jordan Levitt, and then, of course, Comey, Jack Hermanson, Chris Curtis, and Blades against Aspinall as the main event. This Saturday, prelim started at uh, 12 o'clock, so if you can, check. That's Eastern time, so if you're in California, wake up at 9 and watch the prelims. Hey, um, I'm excited for the card. Uh, yeah, also, me too. Uh, Nate, is Nate Diaz and Kamzat uh, Shemaya's fighting? They said that they're going to sign it or it's, it's close to being. I never believe anything uh, until uh, they said it's for 279. But until it's actually, they say they've not been signed yet, but they both verbally agreed. And none of that means anything to me. Nothing uh, Verbal agreements don't mean anything to me until it's actually signed. All right. I hope it gets signed. Man, I like your style. I want. I. I. I think that uh, you know people will count just saying, "Oh, they're feeding Nate to Kamzat." I don't know about that, man. I, I mean, I mean, he he can weather storms. You know, he I can. Mean? I do think that's a very tough fight for Nate. But again, if it's a five, if it's a five round fight, yeah, Nate also. Uh, as a veteran, a veteran veteran, he knows exactly how to deal with anything anybody's. You know what I mean? Like, he's a guy who's seen everything. Um, if that's a main event, I'd be very interested to uh, to see that. But only if it happens. And I won't get excited until it happens. I do think that's a tougher fight for Nate. But again, who knows? I mean, what was the, his last fight? Uh, he got, uh, who the fuck did he fight last time? Oh, was it, was it Lawler? Patch it off the next with guillotines and loose and that. He's got, you know, he's got jujitsu. Uh, Leon, Leon Edwards was uh, Nate's last fight? No, Nate, no, he put him, dude, he got him. People remember, what they remember about that fight is that he, he hit him right on the chin and he had him wobbly, wobbly leg pointed at him. That's the, that one moment out of the whole 25-minute fight, people are like, yo, man, fucking Nate Diaz, I love it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, that, kept his, that kept everything alive for him. Like, you know what I mean? Just showing, hey, man, look, I'm, after all this, you're trying to get a shutout by trying to beat me every round. Look at this. If this is the street, if this is real life, 
look at your wobbly leg. You're dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he salvaged something out of it. Um, but again, I, I, I think that's a, that's a tough fight for him. I, I, I don't think he goes down fast. But I, I don't know what you do to, to keep Shemaev off you long enough to hope that his gas tank runs out. Are you uh, making any picks on this fucking thing or no? Um, I'm going to take Curtis Blades over Aspinall. I'm going to take Curtis Blades. I think he finds a way to stop him in the third. I, I think that he just exhausts guys. Um, and I just think he's relentless. Uh, I, I think he will will find a way. Again, could fucking Aspinall drop him? Sure. But I'm taking Blades, third round stoppage. I'm going to say rear naked choke Tom Aspinall. Okay. I'm going to say that we didn't see his grappling yet. You understand? I mean, you know, to the degree that we're going to. I think Hermanson gives uh, Chris Curtis his first loss in the UFC. Um, and again, maybe I don't know how, how into training Chris Curtis was before this fight got announced. Um, but it is a short notice fight. I think Hermanson, uh, I'll say it takes him by decision. Cause again, I don't think Curtis had a full camp unless he was training for the fight. I don't know about it. Uh, I don't know if he did or not, but I'm going to say submission Jack Hermanson. I believe he's probably going to get a back take also. Okay. Or maybe, maybe even a leg. I don't know, man. He's got some really nice jujitsu. Maybe a guillotine. He's got some. He's going to get a sub. And uh, I think he's going to get it maybe first round. Okay. Yeah, it's crazy shit, I say. I, I, I predict some crazy shit. Uh, listen, Patty. Patty Pimplett versus Jordan Levitt. Uh, leave it. Yep. Uh, I'm going to say that um, Patty's going to get a second round stoppage strikes. That's good. We'll do those three. I thought second round strikes too, but now I don't want to say the same thing. So I think what's going to happen is because he had a sub and a uh, TKO in the first and the fight before that was a uh, first round sub. I think that he goes the distance. I think he wins by submission. Levitt is uh, 10 and one. I think Pimblet wins by decision. All right. Well, that's what you think. I'm only kidding. Yep. Jay, that's good. Listen, um, did you know that Frankie Edgar is eyeing a Madison Square Garden retirement bout at UFC 281? Did yeah, you know he's talking about Dominic Cruz. Yeah, I mean, that would be a fucking an amazing fight. Oh. I hate to see Frankie retire, but I mean, you know, that's I, I a damn good to, place to have your last fight. You can't ask for a better career. Sooner or later, it always has to end, you know? But uh, yep. who doesn't love Frankie Edgar? Yeah. You know? Is he still doing that podcast? I don't know. I'm, I do not listen well, to podcasts. It's about time I'm back on it. I don't disagree. I mean, why am I inviting myself, though? I well, shouldn't have to. I went out there. I thought we had a good time. I, I thought you did, too. I, I think I never got invited back. Well, Frankie thought different. Jimmy. <laughs> 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 Jimmy, what do you so what do you got going on? Let's get out of here. What do you got going on? I have nothing, I'm not doing I usually do the Fat Black Pussycat on Wednesdays, but tonight I'm doing Gutfeld on Fox. So I will not be taping anything tonight other than Gutfeld. And then check me in Denver this Friday, Saturday at the Comedy Works, one of the best clubs in the country. And I'll talk to you over the weekend. Jimmy, I know you're about to hang up, but you know, I wonder I watched the other day, I rewatched, you know, sometimes I put things on in the background. And I put on Dread with um Call Call Urban. And I told you how much I like that movie. And I'm like, why do I like it so much? What is, and there's a certain thing. I like character development. And the psychic, the psychic, the girl, he calls rookie. He calls her rookie. She's like a mutant. She can read minds and stuff. Mm -hmm. And he's testing her the whole time. 
in the very beginning, all right, with this, your, your assessment starts now. Are you ready? You know, are you ready? And then she, you know, he doesn't, that's all he says to her. And she he looks at her and they go. And then during the fight, during the, during the day, right, throughout this, this movie, now they're about to go in their first fucking, about to kick open the door. There's about to be some action. He looks at her again, right? It's the second time. He says it three times throughout the movie. And he asks her, you ready? Yeah. He goes, you don't look ready. And she's just like, it's just the adrenaline, sir. You know, she wasn't ready. She was, she was, she was, she was green, very green. And then there's the third time. Now, by the third time, they've been through some shit. They've yeah. been through some shit with the mama gang. They've been through fucking hell already. She's a different person. She's a different person towards the end of this movie. So now they're about to go into some other shit towards the end. They're about to get into like a final fucking fight. And he looks at it. He goes, are you ready? And she's just, he goes, you look ready. And Jimmy, I just, right, Jimmy, I don't want to get emotional. My hair, or my nipples are hot. Jimmy. Right. Like, look at that nipple. Look. Look, Jimmy. Honestly, yeah, it is. Looks it's hard. Fake. You can't fake that. No, you can't. You can't fake it. You're going to watch the movie. She was ready towards the end of the movie. Like, you know what I mean? You, you look ready. I can't do it. I can't do it. No, but yeah. I understand. You can't see his face. Sure. He's like, he's like are you ready? He always has like a Batman voice. Are you ready? You're ready. You look ready. But Jimmy, it's very, it's, so it's like, the, so I'm like, I didn't really, he asked that three times. And the, through the, you see the development of this character. Are you going to watch the movie now? I don't know. All right. Well, listen, thank you. You are, we were out of here. That's what I want to end on. Okay. Jimmy, I have so much fun with you. I will I talk to you. Too, All right, pal. Have I, a good week. I'll talk to Jimmy, 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 hold on. Let's not even like that. Do you want to maybe FaceTime like a day or two? It's, I feel like I feel like this week went too too fast. We FaceTime on Saturday think, during the fights. I, I know you think two days a week is plenty, but I need a little more Jimmy. I can use a little more Matt. I'm fine with a little more Matt. Uh, maybe not FaceTime, but I'm calling you by the weekend. Feel free. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Whether you're shopping for grads, getting an early gift for dad, or just looking for a little something new or used for your shelf, you'll find it at HPB. And you'll get almost everything for an extra 20% off during the big sale at Half Price Books this Memorial Day weekend. Saturday, May 25th through Monday, May 27th. Save big in-store at your local Half Price Books and at HPB.com. Offer cannot be combined with other coupons. Exclusions apply. To learn more, visit HPB.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.